Are you someone who is fascinated by all the pregnancy, childbirth, and motherhood stuff few people talk about because they're too embarrassed? If so, welcome to the motherload of all things taboo, or at least really wild and interesting. The Asking for a Pregnant Friend podcast is based off the book of the same name and dives in to all of the pregnancy, birth, and mothering topics that make many people blush or scratch their heads. I do all the boring research so you don't have to and bring you interviews with the leading experts and the topics I cover. I also share all the things about myself, Bailey Gaddis. I'm all about TMI. You'll also hear stories from brave women who gave permission to have their stories shared. So come along, my friend, on a journey into the beautiful underbelly of making, growing, and raising babies. So the autonomic nervous system is always a crucial component of, of life because it helps to regulate your internal organs, which are pretty important, right? And so the autonomic nervous system has like two, two spheres. There is the sympathetic sphere and the parasympathetic sphere. And you can think of the, the sympathetic sphere as like a panic room and the parasympathetic sphere as the like really zen chill meditation room and ideally we want to be in that meditation room about 98% of life and only kick into that panic room about 2% of the time and so that that panic room it serves a purpose that is where our fight flight freeze response lives and this is essential for helping us move through a life-threatening situation. You know, for example, if a great white shark swims up to us, our fight, flight, freeze response being kicked into that panic room helps us figure out that, you know, we should probably swim away instead of swimming towards the shark so we can pet it. Um, so yeah, like it's... It's there for a reason. Um, however, our culture has created this unfortunate phenomenon where many of us flip into that panic room, that fight, flight, or freeze response a lot, sometimes even 50% of the time or more. You know, for example, we're running late to an appointment. Oh my God, we're panicking. The waiter brings a salad instead of a hamburger. Oh my God, it's like equivalent to a rattlesnake biting us. And, and the thing is, you know, our mind, the autonomic nervous system, it doesn't know the difference between like a rattlesnake jumping out and the waiter bringing the wrong thing. You know, when we start to have this big reaction to that thing, our body responds by, in some situations, kicking us into that panic room. And this is all relevant to childbirth because childbirth 
is is a big new situation for for women that haven't gone through it before and even women that have gone through it we never know exactly what birth will be the second the third the fourth time around so it can create a lot of fear and worry and this fear and worry can kick us into that that panic room into the sympathetic sphere of the autonomic nervous system and when we're in that panic room we we have stress we have an increase in blood pressure and heart rate we have a slowing of digestion and a rerouting of blood to defense organs the uterus is not a defense organ so the uterus does not get as much blood during childbirth when we're in that state of panic um, and we have a decreased ability to think and and reason and obviously that is not a conducive state to be in for childbirth because one of the the biggest you know sources of challenge during childbirth is the baby not getting enough oxygen and so when we're in that panic room we're not breathing deeply there's not as much oxygen getting to the uterus and that could potentially lead to issues not to say that if you have a couple moments of panic or worry here and there during childbirth that you're causing harm to your baby i'm mainly just saying that we want to make sure that you're not in this constant state of fear during childbirth as that will likely make the entire experience a lot harder. And so when we can get back into that parasympathetic sphere, into that meditation room, it is easier to take deep breaths. It's easier for our body to release endorphins and to flush out stressor hormones like catecholamines. Uh, the blood moves freely through the body. So the uterus, the baby, they get more oxygen all of your organs not just your uterus all of your organs are receiving the ideal amount of of blood of oxygen your breathing is slow and steady and you just feel good it's easier to problem solve to think of ways to support yourself in feeling more comfortable and calm in childbirth and so okay how do we increase the chance that we are in the meditation room instead of the panic room. Well, there's a couple different things and I'll mention those, but the one most important thing to remember when you sense that you're being kicked over into that panic room is that it is almost impossible to remain in that panic room when you are taking deep breaths. When you're forcing yourself to breathe in through the nose, out through the nose, it's really, really difficult for the body to stay in that space of panic. Because if you were in a truly life-threatening situation, you wouldn't have time to pause and take deep breaths. You know, you would be having the appropriate response. But during childbirth, a situation that for many women, not all, but for most women is not a life-threatening situation, 
there is time and space to breathe. So if you just force yourself, say, oh my God, okay, I feel like I'm panicking, I'm in fear. This is really scary, but like, okay, okay, just make myself breathe. And even if there's this voice in your head saying that won't work, no matter how much we breathe, we'll always feel this fear. Nothing like that will work. Just force yourself. Say, okay, I'm, I'm just going to take 10 deep breaths. And if I still feel panicked at the end of those 10 deep breaths, then fine, forget it. But if you make yourself take 10 really slow, really deep breaths, I can almost guarantee you will start to shift out of that panic room and into that meditation room by the time those 10 breaths are done. So really, really commit to breathing at any time when you're in that panic room, but especially during childbirth. And in hypnobirthing, we talk about what's called the the fear, tension, pain cycle. And the idea is that when you have a fearful thought in your mind, your body tenses. When your body tenses, you, you feel more pain. When you feel pain, that can create more fearful thoughts and you get stuck in this cycle. And again, one of the quickest ways to pull yourself out of that cycle is to just breathe. And you can set yourself up for a birth experience that is not as triggering, doesn't hold as many fears, by really engaging in a lot of fear release before you you move into the birth experience. And so I'm going to include some links to a few different videos that I've made about different really effective fear release tools. And of course, you can use these tools during birth as well. Um, But none of the fear release tools are going to have much impact if you don't start taking those deep breaths first. So again, that is the one most effective way to support the autonomic nervous system in supporting you during childbirth. All right. If you have any questions about this, anything else about pregnancy, childbirth, early motherhood, let me know in the comments below. If you can like, subscribe, comment, that would be so incredibly helpful. That will allow me to keep providing this content for you guys. All right. Love you. Is pregnancy or early motherhood making you feel other than? Is it triggering all sorts of weird emotional and physical stuff you are sure no one else is going through? If so, get your copy of Asking for a Pregnant Friend, 101 Answers to Questions Women Are Too Embarrassed to Ask About Pregnancy, Childbirth, and Early Motherhood. This book is like the modern-day Dear Abby for pregnant women and new moms who want to get straight yet loving answers to the pregnancy, birth, and mothering questions they're too afraid to ask, those questions that make you blush. You can get your copy of Asking for a Pregnant Friend on Amazon or from Barnes & Noble, Target, and everywhere else books are sold. Whoa.